All right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Infinite Expansion Podcast brought to you by Last American Vagabond. I'm going to be your host, Tim, and I'm sitting here with Jay the Explorer and Ryan Christian from The Last American Vagabond. And we finally back podcasting again. I know it's been some breaks in between, but uh, today we wanted to explore legal fiction. And basically, we're kind of exploring the legal system uh, more than anything else. And something that you might have seen in other alternative media. Um, it's kind of it's a whole rabbit hole in itself if you haven't gone down. Um, and we wanted to kind of explore this system because a lot of people don't know really much about this system. I never heard about any of this until I started to go a little bit deeper. And basically, what we're really going to be discussing here, they call it the straw man or legal fiction. And basically, it's from my interpretation is how the government has come to own you as opposed to you being a sovereign being owned by natural law. But you've what basically humanity has been swindled into this legal system where they are owned by their own government. You don't own yourself. The government owns you. Not because of any natural processes, because they have swindled you into this process. And we'll go over a little bit about how that came into being and kind of maybe what we can do about it. So um, let me toss this to Jay first. Uh, maybe give a brief introduction how what we mean by legal fiction or straw man. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about how this came into being. Okay. Um... So the legal fiction, if you pull out your driver's license and, and you look at it and you'll see your name on there, well, you think it's your name anyhow, it'll say, for example, Mr. J. Smith. But you probably didn't notice that's in all capitals and that has a very specific legal designation. That means it's a corporation. So Mr. J. Smith, that's not me. That's a corporation owned by the U.S. government, which is then in turn on, owned by the uh, Crown Corporation. So really, uh, it's, it's a franchise. Think of it as a franchise, a, a subsidiary of Walmart, if you will. So I've been walking around my whole life with this driver's license and this picture and a name on it thinking that's me. That's just a corporation, is a corporation. Same thing with my passport. Passport says on there, Mr. J. Smith. That's not me. That is a corporation that's a, a franchise if you will of the u.s government same thing with my bank accounts same thing with property that i own and it really starts to uh to, to give you goosebumps when you realize that all these things all this property that you thought you owned all, all these actions that you thought you were taking on your behalf your whole life you've been build, building this this nest egg uh for yourself and building this life for yourself you've really been building this life for the franchise, which, uh, which is owned by the U.S. government, in turn, then by the, the City of London, in turn, by the Vatican, if we, but we can go into that in a second. Um, it, and that, that's scary enough in itself, uh, but where, it's, where, where it gets really terrifying to me is this franchise, this legal fiction named Jay Smith, is, is wholly owned by the U.S. government. So they can tell it, they, they can make whatever rules they want for it. What, which is a corporation in itself. <laughs> it's like a yeah. corporation and you're the franchise of that corporation. Right, right. Exactly. So 
So, you know, what we think of as our government really isn't a government. It's, it's a corporation masquerading as a government. And that's really terrifying when you consider the, uh, the military might they can, they can bring to bear when you consider the police force they have. It's a, it's like, well, what if Walmart had, uh, had the army, Navy, air force and Marines to do whatever Walmart wanted to, to expand Walmart's interests. And what if Walmart also had police forces all across the country to enforce whatever policies, whatever statutes that Walmart wanted to enforce? That would be a very, very bad situation. And that indeed is a situation we have today. Right. And, and many people are actually completely unaware of the fact that the United States government is a corporation in and of itself. It was actually, it happened in 1801, actually 1802, when D.C. officially incorporated the United States. And that's something people don't realize. And through that is how we are officially commodities of that corporation. And they might ask maybe why that's a corporation. And you could probably finish that off. Well, yeah, I mean, essentially the, 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 the United States in itself was started as these you know, sovereign states individualized. And when the Act of 1802 passed, it was essentially then the you know, incorporated federal government. And then further down the line in 1871, they passed the Act of 1871 which is where we essentially finished that off and sold our financial interests to foreign bankers, which is why we are now officially, if you don't you know, look at the number on your birth certificate, we're actually traded as a commodity on the stock market. And that's actually been verified a few different times. And right. the price of that is, is, is you know, disputed, but I've seen up, upwards of a million dollars per person. And that's why our, our individual items, as in our property or our cars, are technically you know, their property of this corporation, not us. It's a legal fiction. Right. And base and from what I and from what I understand, uh, basically we got bought out by our creditors. We went into debt. We yep. needed credit. We sold we incorporated the United the United States and all the people within it are are owned by this corporation and they are the collateral to pay back these international bankers or our creditors. Uh, so basically, we've collateralized us all to hold you know, to for the debt that we owe to international bankers. It's a whole yeah. swindle. And I think what's also important is to realize the difference between natural law or law in general and statutes. Um, you know, natural law is the law of the land. Like we were talking about before the podcast, you you jump off a cliff. Well, that the the law is going to show you that you're probably going to die because yeah, yeah. That, that is the law of the land. You're not above that law, but 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 the laws that we think of today are not really laws; they're statutes. Um, and so we we've kind of been tricked into really what law is because in natural law you are a sovereign being. You're I guess you're you're. You're your own sovereign being, but you're governed under this natural law. And this other system, you're not a sovereign being. You are basically you know, like you're a stock uh, within the corporation of the United States. So you and you 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 consent to follow. Basically, you you consent to following the statutes as opposed to it being just a natural right, like a natural law in a way. That makes sense. You 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 are swindled into consenting to giving away your natural rights. Basically, you 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 by 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 registering a birth certificate, you give away your natural rights, and then you're now owned by getting a driver's license, 
by showing up to court, you're, you're basically agreeing to their statutes and, and then you're you know, giving away your natural rights as a sovereign being. You're giving consent to be owned. Yeah, Unwitting, unwittingly so as well. That's the important thing is that we people are completely unaware of the fact that simply by showing up and acknowledging that, yes, I am the name on this piece of paper, that you are now officially acknowledging the fact that you are that commodity or at least, in, you know, continuing on with that fiction. Yeah. I mean, I, w I would question whether consent can be given where there is deception. And I would say that it, it can't. But I, I think that is a rationalization is that, hey, you consented to it. But if, if you're deceived, if people have no idea what the swindle is, I don't think they've consented. I, I think there are millions of people in prison right now that, you know, uh, maybe lawyers sitting somewhere have said, hey, they consented to be to, to be the, uh, the, the legal fiction, but they, they didn't know the difference. You can't consent to, to something you've been tricked into. That's a great point, actually. When you think about somebody, let's say, in a coma, like a, you know, like a, like a um, what's it called for, um, the, for the lawyer, like to sign the, like the documentation to allow right. somebody else to do your the, the legal work. If right. somebody's unconscious or, uh, you know, senile, in, in right. today's, today's legal system, that's not allowed because you can't prove right. that they knew what they were doing. So you're right. It's right. the same thing, really. Right. And, and I think it's, it's pretty easy to prove that this is, by its nature, a, a deception. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's not like they're writing down on, on your driver's license or passport, J Smith Inc. J Smith right. Incorporated. If they did that, people would figure out this game really quick. And I find it very interesting that, uh, that, <laughs> that Arabic has no capital letters. You start looking at the, the Islam faith and you start seeing that it was, it appears at least to me, that it was designed to resist this system. There's no capital letters in Arabic, okay? So they can't play this game with the, you know, sticking your name in all caps on a, on a, a license or passport or whatever, and now you think that's you. They can't play that game. Um, lots of other things uh, that are uh, interesting about the uh, Islamic faith. Uh, usury, that is uh, lending money um, at interest, is strictly forbidden. Uh, alcohol is forbidden, tends to break down society. Um, family units are very strong. Uh, 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 the gold is uh, used to keep family well. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting when you look into it. It seems like Islam was designed to defend against this system. And so what do we do? We go kill them. <laughs> you know? uh, it, it's, a, it's a culture that resists this system, so they must die. Uh, you know, they, they don't have the military resistance. And, and I do have to wonder if that was intentional. Were they designed to be an enemy that, um, you know, they, they couldn't be conquered by culture, but they, they were perhaps too peaceful. If it was a bit more militaristic and, you know, they had a very strong military, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, when, when the U.S. went to invade Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever, if they were very militarized, then that wouldn't have happened. That, mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, so, so we're basically collateral, and uh, that gives new meaning to the term collateral damage when civilians are harmed. Uh, you start seeing references to this everywhere once you get it. it. It's like so many other topics. Once you get it, you start seeing it everywhere. Um, uh, and the birth certificate is really the foundational document yeah. that basically sells you to the corporate 
United States. And that's why they can take taxes from you. That's why they can throw you in jail because yeah. you gave away your rights, your natural rights as a free individual being on planet <clears throat> Earth. That's why they always say you are. That's why I think, I believe, and I'm, and I'm um, in the Bible, it, when you read the Bible in different eyes, not in the whole oh, yeah. religion, not in the context that most people read it in, they say you are children of God. And basically how right. I interpret that is you are a free sovereign being of natural law of the universe. You're not yeah. owned by anyone else. You are an individual sovereign being. And, but the minute you give this birth certificate, now you can, the thing is people might be like, well, well show me know this person's it's difference between a, uh, a, um, notification. I forget what they call it. Basically a document saying, uh, notifying there's a live birth, but this yes. is different than a certificate. A certificate is something of ownership. Mm -hmm. um, that means you have an owner, and this is where again, this is this is the foundational document for it all. It gets built upon from there. This is why they can force you into vaccines. They can force you into a lot of different things because you have given away your natural rights. Now, so here's the, <laughs> and me and Jay have been talking about this. Okay, so we understand that, and that we, you can go into this rabbit hole much deeper. You can see all the familiarities of how it came from admiralty law how it came from merit was maritime law laws of the sea like trading commerce that's why you have like there's all these analogies of, oh, yeah. of the birth canal which is a canal yeah. for a ship and then you and then you have the the you have all these things that are literally mirrors of how maritime law was for trading and commerce on the sea um, but the so the question okay you know you understand this you know this but what can we do about it because if you're going to go if you if a cop pulls you over and you're like, well, I'm the natural person, I did not consent. Well, he's got a gun and he's gonna stick it in your face and he's gonna <laughs> tell you to say, what are you gonna do at that point? And so this is where it gets tricky. What do you do with this information? Uh, how do we change this? Uh, maybe I'll toss this to you yeah. guys and you uh, give I would your. Say, I would say definitely the first thing and anything we're talking about in, in on the website or any of this stuff is awareness. We always say that. And the first thing to do is like we've touched on this a couple times so far is the idea, the certificate, collateral, the idea of these words and the meaning they have. And that's an important thing to start understanding. You know, obviously get into the, the history behind this, but understand what these words actually mean. And a lot of people already know the, the first one I'm going to say, like which person legally means a corporation and a legal definition. The word person actually means a corporation. And so that when you, when, you know, when you go to court and they say this, per, you know, the person in, in, in their phrasing, they're calling you a corporation. Something like, for instance, a vehicle in a legal term actually means a, a you're, it's, it means you're co conducting commerce, which, it, which, which makes it under their control. But if you're just simply a mode of transportation, it's different. And, you know, it may seem, it may seem a small difference. But like Jay said, like the capitalization of the name, these things are actually pretty profound when you get into a legal standpoint. And so really breaking down and understanding these things for yourself gives you the power to be able to tell that cop, yes, I am a sovereign citizen and here's why. Let me break it down. And I, you can look this up online. There's a few different good videos out there where people just break this down and the officer doesn't know what to do and a lot of times lets them go. And it, it's, it's, it's a real thing. Most of them are aware of that. Yeah, and uh, for people, I know this all sounds out there for people that that are new to this there's a there's a lot of good foundational material the uh servant servant king uh confusion series on youtube is really good the servant king unraveled series carries it farther those are good long series they break it right down for somebody who's never even heard about this 
uh, will be able to really understand it and articulate it afterwards. Um, Kate of Gaia is pretty big in this sphere. Uh, LoseTheName.com is big and is actually a church I've run across. I haven't joined, but I find it very interesting because the, they have sermons posted online that are talking about all the, the, the stuff we're talking about right now. A church that, uh, that is dedicated towards you reclaiming your uh, individual sovereignty. And it, that is sedm.org. Uh, you know, I might have to go join and just uh, check it out, see what it's about. But um, it, it's interesting that there are a lot of other people who have kind of caught onto the swindle and they're dedicated to explaining it and trying to explain a way out. You know, some of the things we're going to have issues with uh, are, as you mentioned, uh, with, with, uh, with uh, personal conveyance with your, with your car. And the only reason you, you have to put a license plate on that is because you've registered your car with the state. So now your state owns the car and they license it back to you. And now they can make whatever rules they want. Uh, if it's, as I understand it, that there's a, a, a United Nations treaty that was signed on to by, by all the different states that says, uh, you know, as individual folks, the, the people have the right to, uh, to freely travel and, and that can't be impeded because once you impede travel, that's, uh, that's imprisonment. You think about imprisonment, you, you know, you, they stick you in a cell. Basically, they're impeding your, your ability to, to uh, travel. Um, so they can't, the, the state cannot require you to have a license in order to move yourself around the country. The problem is, as Tim was saying, the police don't know that. And, and there, there's, there, there's been no effort to educate police about all this. So what's gonna happen when, when, you, when you drive without a license plate, they're gonna pull you over, you're gonna try to explain it, Doubly difficult for me because I live in Costa Rica, but you know, it's, it's the same. It should be the same idea the world around. You know, if, if you're sovereign within the U.S., you're you're sovereign in Costa Rica. You should, you're sovereign in China. You're sovereign in Russia. You're you're sovereign. That's you. Your authority is nature. Nature is what authored you. Or you could say, the the analogy is to God. You know, I, I don't consider myself a religious guy, but there's a lot of. Um, once you read the Bible in a different way, it seems to be pointing to this. Um, there's, there's lots of passages against giving respect to persons. And that doesn't really make sense until you understand that uh, a, a person being um, equating with a corporation. So it's basically the Bible is warning you don't get stuck in this trap. That's going to be a bit, really bad deal. But, uh, you know, what do you do with a, a police officer that's poorly educated and, you know, it, there, there seems to be evidence that they intentionally don't hire particularly, um, particularly high IQ um, police officers. So you got a guy with a gun. From his perspective, he's got a guy on the side of the road that doesn't want to obey the law, doesn't have a license plate. You, gotta, you need to have a license plate. Well, I'm going to arrest this guy and stick him in a cage. You know? And if you resist, you could be killed. Because when it really when it really comes down to it, when you look at that situation, okay, yes, he's a police officer. Look at it a different way. He's just a man with a gun 
a man with a gun has stopped you on the side of the road and is, is demanding that you adhere to a set of rules that you never consented to. What really should happen in that situation is whatever should happen when any man in a gun stops you on the side of the road and starts making demands. Um, but we have a whole system built up to, uh, to prevent that from happening. So right, if you were to self-defend yourself, yeah, well, then, then you're basically it's not going to end well for you. That's, they're going to charge you for murder, and oh, right. I mean, say well, you were no, you're, you're going to be murdered. <laughs> you're going to oh, well, yeah, you're going very to be few murdered. people that's going to you're going to end up on the on the on the top of that. Uh, right, because uh, you know they're 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 trained they're trained to kill if necessary. They have you know dozens of backups that'll bring in a a, a small platoon. <laughs> on you if need be heavily armed so uh yeah um so so we're in a bad situation where probably these conversations needed to be had 50 to 100 years ago i i honestly i feel it's a it it's too late to to talk our way out of this to uh, to logic our way out of this because uh we we got men with guns saying no you don't so now it's turned into kind of a might makes right scenario uh, and actually, uh, Richie Allen just recently did a, a full show on this. He's like, and I agree with him. He's like, I understand all this. It makes sense to me. What's the point? What do we do with this? And yes, awareness is good. Now, but I, I think we're outgunned. I, I, I think we're outmaneuvered. Um, but what I can see happening, what I can see happening is if the U.S. does collapse and break up, for example, like, like the Soviet Union. If enough people know about this, maybe we can rebuild it with a, with a sense of sovereignty. Maybe it is too late for, for, the, for the United States Corporation as we have it today. But perhaps after it collapses and we rebuild in whatever form that may be, um, maybe we can use these ideas to reclaim individual sovereignty if only for a few years. It probably won't last forever. It may not last more than five years, but maybe there will be five years of beautiful, beautiful freedom where, it, well, you know, if, uh, if the government breaks down, people are going to stop getting, where are you going to renew your license plate? There's, there's no office to renew your license plate. So people are just going to stop putting license plates on their cars, and there's also no police being paid by the state. So, well, it depends on if you're talking about the federal government or, or, yeah. or local government. Because I, I, I just saw that in True. Spain, for the last nine months, they haven't had a federal government. And they're making the point that everything is continuing on at a state level. You know, people are still able to go do their own things. That, you know, but it's the federal level, the you know, authoritarian laws coming down on top of you. That, that's what's not happening. And everyone's cheering. It's, it's the secret. You know, we don't need the federal government. And it's, right. it's, it's a valid point. Yeah. I mean, in, in God, theory. I hope that would happen in here. Yeah. In, in theory, when you break this whole thing down, I mean, you made a good, like, interesting point about the whole prison aspect that, you know, they, they're putting you in prison based on what they would say the crimes of your straw man or of your legal fiction, of this, of this name on this piece of paper. So in theory, if you were just to not acknowledge that, they essentially couldn't put you in jail, but that's not what's going to happen. Obviously, like you're yeah. saying, they have a gun. They're going to put you My in jail. My leg's right right now. You know? Exactly. But well, that's so why it's more important to get everyone aware of all this stuff so we can... You know, the power comes with us when more people can stand together and stand uh, up and stand uh, I would agree with that. The more people that become aware of this, well, then, okay, cops probably start, they come across this more, okay? Someone said this again and again, and 
wow, it's going to take a lot more people and it's not going to work too much yet. The more people that become aware, you might have little victories, little victory here, little victory there. And maybe you don't attack every law system. Maybe you attack first the federal law system or the big problems. And then it, and then you start doing some more of the, you know, smaller problems. But if, if no one's aware, well, you know, then you you got no chance. Right. And I, I agree with Jay as well is that, as this awakening keeps going and, and things start to come out into the open and break down, well, now we have more understanding of what we can build up upon now. Um, different ways to uh, do this. I mean, we can have a law system without this ridiculous, overbearing statute system. Like, we can have courts that are for natural law, uh, that, 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 you know, Common sense mm. law, I would say, is somewhat similar to natural law. Obviously, you're going to have different interpretations, and and uh, but you're not going to have this full. Uh, like, you're not going to be owned in a way. Well, I, I think the court of natural law is simply nature. You know, going back to if you if you step off the off a cliff, the penalty for that may well be death, um, and and that is determined swiftly and fairly and uh i so i i, I don't think you need man-made courts to enforce natural law i think that's that's baked into reality I, the way i think this was supposed to work when when the uh the states were founded is um i think we were supposed to have uh like if if another person caused you harm you can make a claim in uh in court and have it tried by a jury of your peers um as opposed to here's a set of rules here's a set of statutes and you need to obey these rules these statutes uh whether or not you're hurting somebody you know if you possess if you have the wrong plant oh that's bad we lock you in a cage i don't think that was ever the intent uh, it's kind of like uh preemptive law versus yeah. reactionary law like, okay, you cause harm, now you're going to get tried, as opposed to, we're going to arrest you because you didn't follow this law, even though you caused no right. harm. Like like a minority port kind of preemptive. It, it kind of has gotten into that in, in sort of a, 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 a sticky example that um, gets into some of the grayer area is drunk driving. You know, what if you can, what if you, you yourself have the, have the ability to drink eight beers and drive home and, and you don't hurt anybody. Has a crime been committed? Someone say yes, someone say no. And it really comes down to risk in my mind. You know, have you exposed other people to significant amounts of risk? For example, if, if, if it turned out that anytime you, uh, you, you smoke a cigarette, a toddler's head exploded, you know, a hundred percent of the time. Okay. All right, we can't have that anymore because we don't we don't want our kids being killed. All right, that's not cool. Well, what if there was every time you smoked a cigarette, there's a ninety percent chance that that a, a child was killed. <sighs> Probably can't have people doing that. Okay, what if there's a five percent chance? You know, somewhere somewhere in uh, along there, you you got to deal with the the predicted harm and i know that it's a minority report in a sense you know where you're you're convicting on pre-crime you're convicting on harm that may happen as a result of your actions uh 
but there, there is a sticky issue in there that that does need to be addressed um you know yeah, you, I, think, I, th I think it all kind of dates you know it goes back to the concept of the free man the sovereign you know citizen scenario where it's simply the only laws do no harm but yeah. what it what it what it kind of extrapolates out to is that you know really our, our whole legal system could have started at a good place and right. you know really what it comes down to is when there's a dispute once dispute comes into it yes i harmed him but look it wasn't my fault he pushed me or whatever then there's a dispute who handles that right so it could have started at a good place where someone had to step in and decide who caused the harm and why that's a problem but then once it kind of gets further down the line somebody eventually stepped in and said hey i can abuse this system and yeah. create things that benefit me right but i mean really the only true law should be simply not no harm no hurting anybody Outside of right. that, you're free to do what you want with your own time. Right. right. That's why I kind of feel like we need, a, because there are going to be those sticky situations. Okay, say someone, say like 20 people in two weeks get killed drunk driving, and then some, some you know, local community is like, fuck, we don't want, you know, drink, people drunk driving. We don't want, like, our kids are playing in the street. Okay, you know, I can see where this scenario maybe could come up, for example. How do you, how do you do that without breaking part people's sovereignty, um, and impeding on it, and doing like in preemptive, you know, law and stuff, pre-law? Yeah. I would say you need a a a bit like a bunch of decentralized systems. You're gonna have different interpretations of different places. The problem now is we have one central system that owns that basically runs the whole system, and they have total control over that system. And that I think is the biggest problem. If you have a bunch of different systems, you're gonna have. Hopefully, you can be in areas that you agree with those principles. And hopefully, though, most of them are down to that foundational principle of do no harm. That needs to be the goal of all of them. Um, and then hopefully, there's just slight interpretations in different areas, and people can be in areas that more fit their their you know what they want, what they believe in. Um, in my opinion, that would be the most idea of decentralizing. I think that's what that's what the the, the Jefferson Democrats uh, were originally proposing: is states having more control, not a federalized central system dictating all down. Um, and I think that, to me, that was that would be a much better ideal. I don't know if there's a perfect system. There's just a there's like a there's a a goal or something you strive for. Uh, but you might not ever actually be there. You're always fighting yeah. to get to keep trying to maintain that or to to stay close to that, I would say. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll grant that decentralizing is better, but is it is it any better for uh, the state of California to own you versus the state of of the United States? And then the point I, you made I, as well is that, is that it's simply five years away from getting right back to where we were before. Yeah, that as well. I, it takes people constantly being on it, like like they they were hoping America was going to be, or people right. the people were involved, but people get complacent, they get apathetic, and then it happens again. Right. I, I think it, this is this is a bit profound. I think the only way for this to work is for everybody to evolve as humans and and start seriously obeying the golden rule. You know, don't do to other people what you don't want done to yourself. And everybody start taking care of each other, not taking advantage of each other for their own personal gain. That's really the only, only way this is going to work. Uh, I would ag I would agree too. That's the 
raising the moral consciousness of humanity yeah. is the only way any system will work properly. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess what I was trying to say before is that not necessarily that the, the system owns you, like you're not owned by them. But if you, if I go into someone's house and I start causing a ruckus in their space, well, they, you know, they might come after me. It's not that they necessarily own me. It's that okay, well, you, and if you come into a town of a people that have kind of banded together and 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 you, you're just evading it and causing harm, well, you might have to pay the consequences. Not necessarily that they own you, but that you sh there's might be consequences. Well, you're you're subject to natural law. If you if you harm some people, they can defend themselves, and they will defend themselves. Just to, you know, if you harm uh, uh, a mama lion's baby cubs, she's going to defend them, and and very well may cause harm to you. Uh, so so don't do that. Uh, you know, you, you use your head and see ahead. See see a, a couple moves. What's going to cause harm to you? If you take these consequences, like like stepping off a cliff, don't do that. It's gonna hurt. Right. Um, don't don't come into somebody's house and start spray painting the walls. Don't do that. Uh, you're probably gonna get hurt. Um, so, yeah, this this sense of community, like you're kind of getting at Tim, is is something that we're definitely lacking, especially in this country today. It's you know we don't have that that defense nature where, you know, yes, you know, you see your neighbor getting attacked and you're going to jump out and do something about it. Right. At one point in our country, that was something we, we were very defensive of our local area. Yeah. I was just talking with someone the other day, how, where I grew up, there used to be a block party of the whole entire street every single year. And then just one point along the years there just stopped happening. And it's like, when, when did that happen? When did we start thinking more about me, us, what I can do versus what we can do for the community? And I think that really stems back to what we're talking about today. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I think we've lost the connection to our local and we've all been herded into it's like we're individualized, but we're all herded into the one system. But we don't even know it I, um, instead of a bunch of decentralized systems that we own uh, this community. We uh, we make the rules here. We're not we're not subject to the to the the, you know, the overbearing federal government telling everyone what to do. Having one central system for a bunch of different states where there's so many different needs and, and beliefs and this and that uh, makes no sense. You have one uniform system for a, a totally diverse population. There's an interesting uh, parallel though for, for the school system too when you think about it. That's exactly same, what's going on in the school system. Same thing too, trying to mold everyone with the same, same things uh, as opposed to letting people choose the education they want to teach their community or their kids or whatever. It's, it's all about, yeah, the products of the state as opposed to products of uh, your, you know, yourself and your family and your community. Um, so I, I really think decentralization, I've, I mean, I've been preaching this for a long time and I continue to will, is by far one of the biggest things in my opinion. Decentralizing power and starts individual power, but then connecting with communities. Absolutely. But I don't know if you guys have any last points, but I think I wrapped up for the most part what I want wanted to say on the topic but uh, I wanted to put one thing before I give you guys last points uh, well, I want to drop I'm gonna drop a, a lot of links in the show notes uh, so people can uh, go explore this more on their own there's a lot more to this um, and I'll, I'll drop the the surf was it the serpent king that Jay was talking Ser about yes yeah, servant king yeah yeah, yeah. really good series uh, I to be honest I haven't finished it all the way yet and I really it's something you got to rewatch uh, but it really breaks it down well uh, and it's really good to 
to, that knowledge to have. So uh, I'll drop all those links. But any last points, guys? Not necessarily. Just simply what you know, reiterating what we've what we've talked about today, and getting out there and doing you know, always do your own research on this kind of stuff. Like, really take the time to understand this. The Servant King is a great place to start. When Jay showed me that, it, it really blew my mind for a minute. The guy, it's very very heavily laden with information, and he really breaks it down for you. So it's a good place to start for sure. Right. And, um, and go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good conversation. Um, I'll, I'll keep digging on this myself. You know, I, I, I see people that, that purport to have figured out how to open bank accounts under your own sovereign name under uh, and, and travel internationally. So they figured out the, the, the passport that, um, issue. Uh, so I'm, I'm still working on this. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting to me that it, it seems that as... Uh, researchers and truth seekers one of the main things we're all looking for is individual sovereignty that 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 seems to be a common common goal that's really what we're looking for we're just looking for freedom that's all we want we just want freedom uh what what we thought we had when we were little kids what we were told we had uh all through schools uh you're you're free you're, you're free you have liberty you're happy individual we're, we're just trying to reclaim that Right. Now stand there and face that flag in unison. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Salute the flag. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I guess my last point was just like we uh, iterated before, bringing more awareness can get the wheels to turn more and take things to another level. Okay. Maybe first now we're just bringing the information to light, but then maybe people start figuring out one little trick, and then they figure out a couple little tricks, and then. And then you know you can bring in other people on, and so the wheels start. When the wheels start to turn, more start, more revelations and actions start to manifest just naturally. Yeah. But I think until more awareness is brought, you don't have those actions that manifest so so you know in, as, in such an effective way. So I, I really think just bringing more awareness to this is really the first step. And as those wheels start turning, more action starts coming. More little people start learning little tricks to it. Uh, how to how to avoid or not so hopefully we brought some awareness here um, like I said if, if you like this video share it like it um, and check out the links take really take this information further we're just trying to provide a, a, a you know an introduction really uh, for you to go explore this on your own spread it around and take it to the next level so um, I hope everyone enjoyed um, guys thanks again for uh, joining me here it's been a pleasure Thank you, Tim. Good to have you on, man. Yeah, and uh, check out The Last American Vagabond. Uh, we got a lot of content coming out every day. And um, yeah, keep pushing truth. All right, thanks again. Bye.